The KU Catholic Podcast is a ministry of the St. Lawrence Catholic Campus Center located at the University of Kansas. Join us each week as Father Mitchell Zimmerman shares his heart and vision for the church to the KU campus. Well, good evening, St. Lawrence. My name is Father Zarst, and I'm a priest of this archdiocese. I'm actually here in my official responsibility as director of Totus Tuus, but I'm going to talk more about that at the end. I just want to begin by telling you what a joy it is to be with you because I've got some real ties to this center. My brother Jordan met his wife here at St. Lawrence Center. My sister Tess met her husband here at the St. Lawrence Center. I remember 14 years ago when Sister Elena interviewed me to go to seminary as a young man hoping to make it into formation. Your chaplain, Father Mitchell Zimmerman, was my high school chaplain. Now he's one of my best friends as a priest. And it goes on and on and on. This place, it means a lot to me. It means a lot to my family. I'm truly grateful for it. Having said that, today is the Solemnity of Christ the King. And I just want to begin with this observation. As an American, that is very strange. I'm not used to thinking of government in terms of a monarchy. I'm not used to thinking of kings. I'm not used to thinking of queens. Instead, I'm used to thinking of presidents, senators, congressmen. I'm used to thinking of lobbyists and attorneys. I'm not used to thinking of government in terms of kings. And yet, in the heavenly Jerusalem, there are no presidents. There are no congress or senators. There is a king. Jesus Christ is the king He is, in fact, the head of the church. We heard that from St. Paul. His mother, Our Lady, is the Queen Mother. She is the neck. Jesus is the head of the body. Mary is the neck. You and I comprise the rest of the mystical body of Christ. This is strange. I'm not used to thinking of things in terms of government this way. But if you press this, what does it mean to name Jesus as King? Press this with me. What does it mean to name him king? I have to believe that part of what this means is that my identity as a Christian, that this takes precedence over my identity as an American citizen. I have to believe that through the grace of my confirmation, I am a soldier for Christ, I am a soldier for the church, and this takes precedence over this political party or that political party or whatever political party I support. My identity as a soldier for Christ through my confirmation, takes precedence. I have to believe that part of what this means, that Jesus is king, is that my hunger and thirst for the blessed sacrament, my hunger and thirst for the Lord of history, who is revealed in scripture, my hunger and thirst for the words of absolution in the confessional, this must take precedence over my hunger and thirst to see an official elected as an American citizen. But now let's make this more personal. Again, as you begin to press the fact that Jesus is king, I think that part of what this means, this body of mine, it actually does not belong to me. This body belongs to another. I am not responsible for this body. I did not will my existence. The king called me forth into existence out of nothing. It was not enough for my parents to come together because someone else infused my soul, destined for eternity, into my flesh. This is the king, which means that my body is a gift, and I am the steward 
of this gift, but I am not the king, which means I will be, I will be making, I will be, I will be answering at the end of my life. I will be making a return. I will have to answer for my stewardship of my body. How did I use my mind? How did I use my tongue? How did I use my flesh? This body, I am the steward of this body. I am not its king. Jesus, through the grace of my baptism, has claimed my body. The more that we press this, the more personal it becomes. What does it mean that Jesus is king? So I ask you to consider these words as you reflect upon, this is very countercultural for an American. I'm not used to thinking of kings. It's very countercultural. I'm not used to thinking that my body belongs to another. Very countercultural. But I want you to consider this. And I quote, we are often reminded that we have been chosen by God out of an innumerable potential of people. There are untold numbers of people that might have been here, but they are not here because he chose you. He chose you over other nations and peoples that might have been, but they are not because he chose you. To some, the age of experience and memory have handed down health, sound nerves. Some of us are healthy. Others have been endowed with terrible darkness, impulses and weaknesses, fears and neuroses. I don't like myself. I don't like the body that I received. I don't like the psychological weakness that I have inherited. I didn't choose this, and I don't like it. I don't know if you've ever been there. I have certainly been there myself. The Lord chose both. He chose those that are seemingly healthy, those that are seemingly brimming with confidence, those who have unbelievable potential, just as much as he chose those with weakness, brokenness, sinfulness. He chose both. He is the king of both. It seems that some are luckier in the world, in the eyes of the world than I am. It does not matter. Somehow the king of my heart, the king of my mind, the king of my life, the king of every nation, every, every land, and every people, he will work great good out of what seemingly is weakness and brokenness because he is king. It is for all of these reasons that I say, as strange as it sounds, as an American living in the 21st century who is a fan of a democratic republic, long live Christ the king. My final thought has to do with the cross. From today's gospel, Jesus is reigning as king. His throne is a cross. That is his throne. And you and I are thieves. And we are thieves because I have misused my mind. I have misused my tongue when speaking of others. I have misused the body that he gave me at different times in my life. I am a thief. I have tried to take and usurp something that does not belong to me. This body belongs to the king. I am its steward. And so what I must recognize and what you must recognize is that you and I are to be Dismas. We are the good thief on our cross looking at the king on his throne. It is a cross, but it is truly a throne. And what we must be willing in humility to acknowledge is that he has asked us to follow him, deny yourself, take up your cross. It is in losing your life that you will find your life somehow. Even the weakness and the brokenness he will use it to redound to glory. And the proof is his own sacrifice. From tragedy and brokenness and seemingly weakness,
came glory and the resurrection. For all of these reasons, I say long live Christ the King. Thanks for listening to the KU Catholic Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this homily. Tune in next week for another episode. For more information about St. Lawrence Catholic Campus Center and what we offer, please go to kucatholic.org or come and visit our campus. We'd love to show you around.